He finished for her, sounding like an antiquarian paper on the subject. Of course, I should have realized that if you are visiting the Basilica, you must understand architecture, she apologized, gazing round the wreckage of the once great church. Outside of service times, no one else was going to enter here on a whim. Are you a clergyman, sir? Do I look like one? The stranger appeared mildly affronted by the suggestion. Uh, no. And he did not. Although why that should be, Eleanor had no idea. Many men of the cloth must have red hair. Some must also possess smiles that invited you to smile right back at a shared and slightly irreverent joke. And without doubt, tall and athletic figures graced pulpits up and down the land. Thank goodness for that. She noticed that he offered no explanation of himself in response to her question. So, he tipped back his head, fisting his hands, one of which held his tall hat on his hips to balance himself. What exactly is it about this particular scene that merits your ire, ma'am? It shows, as usual, a man succumbing to his own base animal instincts and lack of self-control, and blaming his subsequent moral downfall upon a woman, she said crisply. I must say, your eyesight is excellent if you can deduce all that in this light. I have been studying the capitals for a week now with the aid of an opera glass. One gets one's eye in. Eleanor stared round at the nave, littered with crumbling masonry, broken pews and rubbish. I have had to go round at least three times in an attempt to interpret as many as possible when the light is at its best. It is still possible to do that, but unless something is done very soon, I fear they may all fall or be damaged beyond repair or study. See the holes in the roof? The carvings must be exposed to the elements even in here. You are a scholar, then? He was squinting upwards, his eyes fixed on the carved figures frozen in their eternal mask of temptation and yielding. Researching the iniquities of the medieval male mind, perhaps? My mother is the scholar. I am merely recording the carvings for her detailed study. She's an authority on the early churches of France and England. Eleanor could have added that the medieval male mind probably differed little from its modern counterpart when it came to moral turpitude but decided against it. It was not as though she had any experience of turpitude to base the assertion upon. Indeed? The man switched his attention from the carving to her face, and this time the smile lit up his eyes as well. They were green, she noticed, an unusual clear green, like water over pebbles, not the indeterminate hazel that looked back at her, whenever she spared a glance in a glass to check that her bonnet was at least straight and there were no charcoal smudges on her nose. I feel sure I should meet your respected parent. May I call? You are a scholar too. Eleanor began to gather up her things, stuffing pencils, charcoal and paints into the battered leather satchel and swinging it over her shoulder. I'm joining her now if you would care to accompany me. Let's just say I have an interest in antiquities. 
He removed the easel from her hands, folded its legs up, lashed the straps around it with a competence that suggested he used one himself, and tucked it under his arm. There was a short struggle for possession of the stool which he won, and for the parasol which Eleanor retained. You are staying in Vézelay? Yes, we have been here seven days now. We are making our way down through France, visiting a number of the finer early cathedrals. Mamma intends that we will remain at Vézelay for several weeks yet. Merci, monsieur. She smiled and nodded to the verger, who was wielding a broom and stirring up the gritty dust in the porch. Sweeping seems pointless. He would be better employed on the roof with a tarpaulin. She dropped a coin into the outstretched hand of the beggar by the door and headed diagonally across the open space before the basilica.